0: of your uh, handout or remember the posters that we're advertising, we have called this fellowship today a practice session for walking by the Spirit together. If you'll recall, over these last few years with our Summit with Women's Ministry, um we've kind of we've chosen a theme that would guide the content of our conferences and our fellowships in kind of, you know, two-year increments, the first year focusing on a bible study passage and then the second year expanding on practical ways that we would work out those truths that we're learning in practical ways in our daily lives. So for example, if you'll remember back in 2017, at our winter conference, we dove deep into Proverbs 31 and we identified the godly character qualities of the woman who's described there. Then in 2018, we helped each other think through: okay, how do those heart character things, how do they practically impact our homemaking, our prayers and devotions, our relationships, our hospitality, meal planning, those things. Remember, we had those very practical sessions of What does that look like in real daily things so this past winter at our 2019 conference we examined galatians 5 16 to 26 to learn about walking by the spirit together that to be our theme for these couple of years and so with our 2020 winter conference that'll come in february with that bible study content undergirding us we want to then examine some more practical ways that we should live out faithfully helping each other to walk by the Spirit. So today's fellowship is a stepping stone between those two conferences. And Kelly will be telling you more about what's to come um, in a few minutes, but we thought we ought to begin by remembering what we learned from Galatians 5 this past February. So, I'm going to read Galatians 5, 16-26. It's printed for you on page 3 in our handout this morning. (coughs) But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Now, obviously, we're not going to recall every single point that we discussed back in February it would take us a whole weekend to do that again so I'm just gonna highlight a few of the things that we discussed um, at that conference so verse 25 says if we live by the Spirit let us also keep in step with the Spirit or walk with the Spirit as believers we do live by the Spirit In that sentence Paul is calling us to remember the gospel That we are saved by God's grace when the Spirit opens our eyes to see our sinful rebellion. And then we repent and believe on Christ as our only hope of salvation. And thus we receive new life in Christ by the Spirit. And not just to remember the gospel for our justification, but also for our sanctification. We also live out the Christian life through the work of the Holy Spirit in us as we walk. So the command in that passage, Galatians 5, 16 to 26, is to walk. But I say, walk by the Spirit. And we talked about that that's a word picture for sanctification. It can be tempting to think that our walking, this living out the Christian life, should be easy if we're doing it right since we get to walk by the Spirit. But that's not what God tells us in His Word. The rest of that passage... ...reminds us that our walking is not easy, but will instead be a battle. Because our old flesh continues to war against the spirit that is now within us. Our sinful flesh has been mortally wounded at the cross, but it will not fully bleed out in this present life. It has been crucified, truly, but it is not yet dead... So we should not be surprised or discouraged when the Christian life is a battle. Instead, we should be encouraged by the fact that we can be successful in this battle since we walk by the Spirit and not on our own. We walk step by step, enabled by the Spirit, and going where He goes. I hope you remember those as some of the points we discussed in February. So it's not a battle for our souls, so to speak. It's not a battle for our justification, but it is a battle for our sanctification, for our growth in Christ-likeness. So the Lord Jesus, he is both our victorious champion who saves us through his work on the cross and our perfect example of one who lived his life in union with the Holy Spirit. Walking by the Spirit means That we walk by faith and our faith is more confident the better that we understand who he is so back in February in our small group times you'll remember we looked at several verses about who the Holy Spirit is and we saw that he is the spirit of the Lord of wisdom understanding counsel might knowledge the fear of the Lord is a gift from the Father to dwell in us, to help us, to teach and remind us, to guide us into truth, to glorify the Father and the Son, to pour God's love into our hearts, to empower us as God's witnesses, and to seal us in Christ. So all of those things should give us great encouragement as we walk by the Spirit. That Galatians 5 passage also shows us a contrast between the life in the flesh that serves itself with no regard for God and a life in the Spirit that bears Christ-honoring fruit in humble and loving service to others. And you'll recall, we looked at the Greek definitions of the various aspects of the fruit of the Spirit. One of the things we observed was how many of those relate to our interactions with others that that godliness begins as a heart character inside that the lord is developing but then it flows out in practical expression as we serve those whom the lord has placed in our lives we talked about that we don't live our christian life in isolation we don't do that practically and we don't do that theologically either our christian character shows itself in the way we relate to others And as believers, Christ has truly knit us together as members of one body to walk together. And even not just at our February conference, but over these last few years as we walked through 1 Corinthians, we consistently saw that we as members of the body of Christ must see, must recognize how connected we are to each other. And that in fact, we cannot function properly without each other, we have to walk together. So this Christian life is a battle. And it's a battle that is worth fighting. And praise God, we are not left to fight it alone, right? He has given us his spirit, and he has also given us each other. And so now Kelly's gonna come and help to